Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Door to Door Geek. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Episode 110 of Switchcraft is also brought to you by the Podnuts Podcasting Network. Learn more about them at podnuts.com. That's P-O-D-N-U-T-Z.com. For normal tech fans, by normal tech fans. They've got a whole host of shows over there. One of those is hosted by Eric, Mark, and Dorf, eh, Door to Door Geek, our patron for today. And that is Android App Addicts. If you uh, like to uh, know the no- the newest stuff about Android apps, make sure that you check out their weekly live video and downloadable audio packed with Android apps, hardware news, and feedback. They have over 400 episodes and have reviewed over 4,500 apps. That's pretty crazy. Make sure you check them out. Again, that's podnuts.com, P-O-D-N-U-T-Z dot com. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern on Tuesday, Thursday, and on Saturday at whatever time the universe allows. Today, it happens to be 10.41 a.m. on Saturday. Tune in live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp like these fantastic people did. Uh, Mango Tree 93 Vaxer is here. Bravd. Uh, let's see, scrolling, scrolling, Joel Mead, 24, Awate, 86, we also have Magister here as well, and uh, we see some uh, lurkers in chat as well, thank you all for hanging out with me, uh, let's get to the reviews, uh, Tomato Ross said, thanks for the frequency, uh, they gave the show five stars, they said, thanks brother for the show, I work myself. I work by myself doing internet marketing for car lots, sticker picture guy. I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, I listen to podcasts all day long, including most of Nintendo podcasts, and I believe it, and believe it or not, I scramble for stuff to listen to. So I'm glad we get your show every couple of days. Also, I like the way you stick to your guns, even if it's something small like sports ball. We have enough people and companies Bending to the will of the complaining minority. I mean, we listen to these shows to get a unique perspective of the host, not to hear them pander and morph into <laughs> the keyboard-wielding toddlers, my goodness, uh, who would ruin a game because they're too lazy to finish it and get rewarded. Hashtag, who cares about microtransactions? Rant over. Thanks, and keep it up. Okay. Well, I, I'm not sure what where you stand on the microtransactions. Um, I feel like you're okay with the microtransactions that are in currently in the Star Wars game where I totally disagree with you I think that the microtransactions are fine if they're um not collectible what's the word I'm looking for uh that's just appearance um cosmetic that's the word I'm looking for uh so if it's just cosmetic I'm totally fine with um microtransactions like that 
what I don't like is uh, loot boxes that give you a chance to be more powerful than the people that you're playing against. That I don't like, and that's what's in Star Wars. So I'm glad that you like when I stick to my guns, because I'm going to have to disagree with you here. I think microtransactions in games are bad when it's anything other than uh, cosmetics. Uh, thank you very much for the review, Tomato Ross. Uh, I really appreciate that you listen and that you um, reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. I also received an email um, from John... Uh, I can't remember the last name, but John emailed and they said, yo, dude, yo, I know you're not into sports type games minus Rocket League, but I saw something interesting on the eShop for the Switch. Like you, my wife is getting me NBA 2K18 for my birthday at the end of the month. Like you, my wife is getting, my wife is not getting me NBA 2K18 for your birthday, just so you know. Um... And, well, I was curious about what demos are available to play. I was on the eShop and scrolled down to games on sale, and I saw that NBA was 30% off, bringing it down to $42 through eleven twenty-seven. That's good to know. That's a pretty good deal. That's What's that, $20 off, I think? Uh, I, myself, not being into digital because I don't want to deal with multiple SD cards someday. However, $20 off is a damn good deal. So I told if I told her if she there's a lot of typos here haven't bought it yet we should buy the digital copy it's hard to pass up that sale even people interested in the $100 version of the game you can get the game for $100 why um to which me I personally would not pay more than $60 for a game is on sale for $60 okay so the $100 version is on sale for $60 I guess sometimes it pays to wait. I suppose that that's true. It does pay to wait. Um, Joel Mead in chat says, I'll take some gifts from his wife for his birthday if there's extra. I think I think we all will. Uh, so thank you, um, John's wife. You're awesome. Um, if you're looking for other ways to get a hold of me, you can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. You can tweet at me at RunJumpStomp, and you can, of course, join our Discord and have awesome conversations with fantastic people at RunJumpStomp.com slash Discord. Whew. Whew. Can you even catch size? Square, rectangle, trapezoid, the Golden Joysticks Awards, um, also known as the People's Gamings Awards, is a video game awards ceremony that has been around in, um, in, in for the British general public for a long time, and uh, you can it, it has online voting. Well, they just announced the winner of their game of the year, and that was Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Um, Eiji Onuma, the producer of the game. He led the acceptance speech. He said something really, really funny. Uh, he said that they were very honored to receive the prestigious award, and he was very happy that uh, Mario Odyssey had only been out for a week when the voting ended, <laughs> I think, because he was a little nervous about that. Um, he then went on to say that the director of the game, uh, Mr. Fujibayashi, was not able to uh, be there for the acceptance speech uh, because they were busy working on DLC pack two. And then he went on to say that that is still coming out later this year, which, oh my God, it's, it's November 18th and we still don't have a release date for DLC pack two for legend of Zelda, which if you don't know about um, you get all of the DLC for one price, it's $20. 
Uh, and that includes the stuff that we got earlier this summer, uh, which was like hard mode and trial of the sword and uh, a bunch of cool um, equipment that you can use in the game. Uh, but DLC pack two is supposed to have another dungeon, more story stuff. And a lot of people are like, this is, you know, we want to find out what this is going to be. And they're being very, very tight lipped about it. Uh, we do know it has something to do with the champions and that's pretty much it. And, um, they keep saying that it's coming this year, but not announcing a date. I think that what we will end up having is a uh, a Nintendo Direct about it. Uh, maybe there'll be a Nintendo Direct like in December, and during that December Nintendo Direct, they will talk about um, probably some games that came out this year, and my guess they'll talk about some games that are coming out next year, and then they'll give us the, the date of uh, the DLC Pack 2 release. And if I were a betting man, and if I were in charge over there, uh, I would say, and it's available tomorrow, or it's available now, or something like that. Uh, I think that they're going to hold back on that date until the day of or the day before uh, it gets released, and they'll announce it as part of a Nintendo Direct. That's just my guess on it. Um, I kind of stopped playing Zelda. I've got 180 hours in that game, and I've played... I've I've done all of the dungeons both on regular mode and on hard mode. I have not done I've not completed Trial of the Sword because I only want to complete Trial of the Sword on hard mode and it's really really hard and it might be over my head. So I might not be able to do that and maybe I'm just being stubborn and that I want to only complete that on hard mode. But I really really like the game and it's it's one of my favorite games of all time and I'm looking forward to playing it again but I'm not touching it until DLC pack 2 comes out and then when DLC pack 2 comes out I have to make a decision am I going to play that on normal mode or on hard mode and and yes for those of you wondering I will stream it at my goodness my phone is making all kinds of noise um I, I will stream it at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp and uh we will find out um how I'll end up playing it. But uh, I'm curious as to what you guys are going to do. Uh, Are you going to play it on hard mode or easy mode? Oh, I'm getting a phone call. I'm just going to hit end because I don't want to answer that. Um, Let me know. Email me at runjumpstomp at gmail.com. What will the future bring from Nintendo? More hits like Super Mario Brothers. Nintendo Minute is a show, it's a Nintendo show that is by people who work at Nintendo Treehouse, which is basically almost like Nintendo of America's PR company, it feels like. They also do translations and stuff for games like that. Um, But they were uh, showing off Nintendo Minute, they were doing some kind of weird shopping spree where the two hosts were going through the employee-only Nintendo store. Uh, at Nintendo's headquarters in um, Washington. And somebody noticed on the shelf some Joy-Cons that were a color that we hadn't really had before, dark blue Joy-Cons. Now, a lot of people uh, were screenshotting it and and talking about how, oh, man, these are really good. Uh, I really want a pair of these. When do these come out? And then somebody, I, I want everybody to just 
be calm because there's a good chance that that's not what we thought it was. Uh, somebody did uh, brought it into Photoshop, and they uh, did a white balance to check and see against um, other Joy-Cons, and it looks like it was just the lighting. However, that person could be wrong, or that person could be lying. I mean, there's really no way to know uh, until Nintendo announces something. So I'm kind of on the fence as to whether or not this is reputable or not. I feel like the color that it that it looks like, and you can check a link in the show notes, uh, but the color that it looks like, it almost looks like the perfect blue for uh, Mario's, uh, like the jeans that he wears. Almost perfect. Almost perfect. Um, and it would be great to have those go with the dark red ones that came out with Super Mario Odyssey. That being said, you would think that they would have brought those out at the same time as Super Mario Odyssey since they're kind of Mario-themed. So my guess is it's probably not real, and it's just an artifact of of lighting being slightly off. And the person who uh, did the color correction is probably right. And for those of you that don't remember this, lighting can have a great deal uh, a, a, a a good amount of influence over what we see. I remember the, that dress that everyone was arguing over, whether it was blue and black or orange and white, and uh, or um, maybe it was yellow and white. I can't remember. But the two colors that people couldn't uh, decide between them, um, it had to do with the, the surrounding color, and it, it changed how your eyes uh, perceived those colors based on how sensitive your eyes were to certain colors. And then somebody did a, a Photoshop, a golden white. Thank you, Vaxer. Uh, someone opened it up in Photoshop and found that the colors in the two pictures were actually the same color, which was really weird and um, very, very surprising. Anyway, uh, so, you know, don't get your hopes up for dark blue Joy-Cons, but, you know, just because they showed it off and in, just because it might be on the shelf at the employee-only Nintendo store, my guess is that that's not real, but I'm sure that at some point we will get dark blue Joy-Cons. I think that we're probably going to get Joy-Cons of every color at some point for the Nintendo Switch because Nintendo loves to change up the Switch. And uh, the, the, thing, the thing about the Switch, or they love to change up their consoles, and the thing about the Switch is it's so easy for them to just get different color Joy-Cons, and it looks like a completely different system, which is very, very cool. Uh, Speaking of Joy-Cons, I was uh, watching, or not watching, but I was like scrolling through Twitter, and um, I think he's on the Hello Nintendo podcast, Reggie Fizameme, which is the best Twitter name ever, is Reggie Fizameme. He has completely re-outfitted his entire Switch, uh, to show like with with transparent uh, joy cons and it looks really really cool he also put a real d-pad on his left joy con as well uh, so there you go so you can get pretty much any color you want if you're brave enough to change the um, uh, to change the the outside I've heard kids talking about Konami video games from the Nintendo Entertainment system like they were real so since the last episode, I've played more Rocket League. I've played more Fire Emblem. I really don't have anything to change about 
either one of those. I think that they're fantastic games, and I really, really like them. Although I did stream Fire Emblem, and most people who are watching didn't really enjoy watching that game. I feel like it's a game that's way more fun to play than it is to watch, so I probably won't stream that again. Uh, I also streamed some some Rocket League, and we had a blast. Zap joined me on Discord, and we were um, losing very, very effectively. All right, let's hit the lightning round. Super Mario Brothers Versus. Uh, there's a rumor that the Arcade Archives version of that game is coming out on December 22nd. Um, the reason that, well, if you aren't familiar with Super Mario Brothers Versus, uh, if you watch the Nintendo World Championships, we actually got to see uh, some gameplay from Super Mario Brothers Versus. But basically, you you play Mario Brothers, the original split screen. And it's Mario and Luigi running at the same time. And it's a race to see who can get to the end first. And there's certain switches that you can you can uh, bump with your head uh, the way that Mario jumps and breaks blocks and stuff. Uh, but you hit these switches, and what it does is it puts it activates blocks in the way of the other player. Uh, so... It's like this back and forth thing where you're constantly hitting these switches to try and slow down the other player. Uh, and it's really, really cool looking. I can't wait to play it. I've never actually played it. I wonder if it's on my arcade cabinet. I'll have to check that out. But it's coming out on December 22nd, and I am be- going to be buying that for the Switch. Um, I'm sure that I'll get some eShop cash for Christmas or something like that, so I'll be able to pick that up. And it seems like the perfect game for the Switch. You can easily uh, set that down in front of you, pull off the Joy-Cons, have one for uh, Mario, one for Luigi, and race to the end of a Mario level. And, you know, there's no complicated controls. It's uh, just you hold down the button, and the the run button, and and you hit that jump button, and it looks so fun. Uh, Vaxxer says it's like speedrunners, which, by the way, that would be an amazing game on the Switch. If you have not played Speedrunners, it's a fantastic game that I've played on Steam. And basically, it's a lot like that, except you have this looping um, level that you keep going through that same level over and over, uh, and it's circular almost. And as you are, um, you can wall jump in that game. And you can also get like weapons that as you're running, you can throw a missile at uh, the people in front of you or you can um, block the people behind you or you can get a button that, uh, or get in a, a thing that makes you run really, really fast or jump really high or use a grappling hook to grab somebody in front of you and pull you towards them and them towards you, basically switching your momentum backwards. Speedrunners is a game that would be amazing on the Switch. And it's not out there yet, but maybe people should reach out to the developers of Speedrunners and get that game on the Switch because it would it would shine on the Switch and it would sell quite a few copies, I think. All right, uh, next on the lightning round, we've got a super fan turns his Joy-Con into a car key. Uh, looks like somebody took their um, their Joy-Con and they mounted their. I don't have mine. I have a Volkswagen, uh, and it's got like a, a, a little square keychain, and when you push a button, the key kind of pops out of it. Um, he, It looks like he took a Volkswagen keychain and set it so that when he pushes a button on his Joy-Con, the key pops out of it, which is really cool. I don't know that I would destroy a Joy-Con for something like that, but you know what? 
to, to each their own. Maybe it was already broken. Who knows? Uh, check out the link in the show notes if you want to check out the pictures of it. Um, we've got a warning about MXGP3, which is a motocross game. Uh, this comes via Reddit. And um, there's a video there that so you can see what it looks like. But um, this game is not one that I had even really heard of. But it looks really, really blurry. Very, very jagged in docked mode. Um, they said that the resolution is so poor it affects the entire game. You can barely see anything in the distance. And everything kind of blends together in a flickering mess. And uh, they went on to say that they, you know, they don't know for sure, but when they played it in um, handheld mode, the game looked like it was running well below 720p. Um, And a lot of people are saying that it feels like the game was just, instead of doing any optimization at all, it feels like the game was just continually downgraded until it would run without doing any optimization uh, at all. And if you watch the video, it's really it's direct feed footage, and the resolution looks terrible. Like I was a little skeptical, or I'm a little skeptical that it looks this bad. Um, like I thought maybe this is just YouTube artifacting. Like maybe they didn't use very good compression when they were um, uh, pu- um, compressing the video to upload to YouTube. But it looks really really nasty. So be careful if you are interested in picking up. Uh, this motocross game for the Switch, just be careful and, uh, you know, know what you're getting yourself into. Um, The last thing is that Project Octopath Traveler is now up for pre-order on Amazon US. If you want to directly support the show, use the link in the show notes and uh, you can pre-order your game uh, from Amazon. It will, you know, come to you directly and it directly supports the show uh, because Amazon will give me a kickback. Now, that's with all of the Amazon links that I give you guys. But I just want to say, I've played the demo. Uh, it's very, very cool. I, I like the demo. I don't know that it's a game that I will ever stream because it seems very... How's the word that I want to put it? Uh, it's not a game that you want to let your kids play. It's not a game that you want to let your kids listen to or watch because the 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 game is... it. While it looks like it's appropriate for kids, it has very adult themes. Uh, So I'll just warn you on that. That's Project Octopath Traveler. I'm surprised that they're putting it up for pre-order, considering they said that that was a working title. Um, It's funny for them to put it up for pre-order. Maybe they just decided that they're going to keep this as the title because they've already gotten so much good feedback from people under that title. And... Like when people Google Project Octopath Traveler, when people Google that, they get all this, they find all this great stuff about it. Whereas if then they change the name to something else, they're going to lose all of those search results that were telling them that it looked good. Uh, Anyway, that is all the time that we have for, no, it's not all the time that we have for today. I almost forgot about the coming soon. Power Glove, everything else is child's play. Games that are coming soon. On November 20th, we've got Lumo coming to the Switch. On the Switch eShop, eShop, we're going to get Battle Chef Brigade. November 21st, on the 3DS, Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney, uh, River City Rival Showdown on the Switch, Super Beat Zonic, that's with an X, um, uh, MXGP3, the official motocross video game, that's the one that I was just talking about in the previous segment, uh, Gear Club Unlimited, 
is coming to the Switch. Azure Striker Gunvolt Striker Pack is coming to the Switch. Uh, to the Switch eShop, Dead Synchronicity tomorrow comes today, and Urnog Urn Limited. <laughs> that's that's clever. And then on November 22nd, the next Neo Geo game is ACA Neo Geo Soccer Brawl. That is all the time that we have for the show today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that I uh, missed, let me know. Uh, support the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash support and join us on the Patreon at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Of course, if you don't have the money to support financially, that's totally acceptable. I want you to make sure that you share the show with a friend. So if you like the show, just send it over to a friend and see if they like it too. Or you could review the show on iTunes. That doesn't cost anything. And of course, with Black Friday coming up, there's going to be a lot of sales on Amazon. And it would be absolutely huge if you could use my Amazon affiliate link, um, which is uh, at, found at runjumpstomp.com support. Um, that doesn't cost you anything extra and definitely supports the show directly. Uh, big thanks to Tom Winter and Noteblock for the use of their music on the show. I'm out of here and I'll talk to you guys. Actually, hold on. I almost forgot. Stick around. Um, if you are listening to this live, make sure that you come back in three hours because I'm going to be joined by zap d seed uh he's a twitch streamer and a good buddy of mine and we sent each other junk food he lives in england and i live here in the u.s and we sent each other junk food and we're going to be opening that junk food and trying it out live at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp at 2 p.m u.s eastern if you're listening to this after the fact you can always watch the uh the vod afterwards anyway that's all the time that we have for today thank you guys and i will see you next time bye bye Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel, you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible and directly support the show. 